The following is a pre-recorded conversation between two siblings and is filled with personal opinions and biases. It should not be taken seriously by anyone. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to a You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. <laughs> I'm Jackson. I'm Squid. <laughs> And this is uh, still Pride Prejudice. Oh, I do. <laughs> Man, I, I get my watch. <laughs> yes, we love this movie. Uh, Pride and Prejudice. It's amazing. Yeah, it's always good when put on, like, comfort movie. See, because again, do. <laughs> do? Oh, more do. do. <laughs> it just reminds me of the, the emoji for thirst. <laughs> do. It's all dewy, you know. Talking about that party, yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. Oh, with that her and Darcy entire, on the dance floor, like in the in the white ball. The entire white ball mm-hmm. sequence is amazing. Oh yeah, like the way every- everything's filmed when you you're seeing everyone there, like from from their cousin to like all the sisters, the dad, the, the mom, regiment. Darcy, like it's. It's so great. Bingley and Jane, like him following her, him barely touching, touching her, her ribbon. Oh, like, yeah. Those little, those little oh, moments God. of affection. I just got chills just, so just thinking about it. it was, it's so good. And then you see Darcy in the back, like kind of like coming through the crowds. And he's never rude in the crowds. Like, because mm. you'd think of someone of, of his station where people part for him. He doesn't. He's not Dem- too overbearing. No, he doesn't. He doesn't demand space like that, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I noticed it in the first ballroom scene where he's like coming toward. Well, I don't think Lizzie. he likes the attention. No, I think he he's doesn't. like Jane in that way, where it's like, yeah, he has the attention. But once the re- attention's released, he wants to fade into the yeah, background. Yeah, fade into you know? the background. He doesn't want people to be constantly on him. Yeah, and and he's not rude. That and that's great. That just shows more. Like even the way he moves through a crowd, it shows that he's not a rude person. Yeah, which is great. But he has manners because he's Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. The ideal man, Darcy. <laughs> Darcy. Darcy is legit, like, one of my ideals. Like, I don't even think Matthew McFadden is that attractive outside Darcy. Uh, well, the only other thing I've seen him in, he was playing a detective, and he looked really drunk and five o'clock shadowed and, like, was another, it? It was, another was 50 pounds. Penny Dreadful, yeah. <laughs> He's got like another 50 pounds on him, too. Yeah, and they have him like balding and everything. Yeah, like, um. <laughs> but still, he's. Let's go back to Darcy. His, his Darcy and the way he looks at Kira Knightley in some of those scenes is so angsty oh, yeah. and pained. And... Do you know what? Oh we're, my gosh. We're, we're looking at him the way she sees him. That's true. Which is. Which is love, mm-hmm. you know. We're seeing that, and yeah. I think that's what this movie does a really great job. And um, we're seeing the love. same, yeah, in the same way. We're seeing Lizzie in the same eyes too. Yeah, you know, like we see Lizzie through Darcy's eyes, and we see Darcy through Lizzie's, eyes. which is just great. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, man. And then yeah. I just think about that other scene in the rain. Yes, <sighs> I mean, honestly, top top ten scenes, rain first. No. Ending first. Ending? You, the the, the American, American al- ending. alternative ending? Yes, because we have, which is considered one of the top endings of all time, of all movies. You know what's, I just, it's I couldn't beautiful. believe it. beautiful. I cried. I okay. saw it again today and I cried. Okay, 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 okay. Let me put this in perspective, right? So originally this movie is supposed to end after she gets her father's approval and she goes out the fucking door, right? Yeah. American, Californian, never ever had I ever seen this happen until we moved into this house, right? So I'm watching Pride and Prejudice on Netflix and then it just ended. And I was like, where's my Darcy? <laughs> where's my favorite scene? What happened? I didn't understand. And I even like ran out the room and I was like, there's no ending. What happened to the ending on Netflix? I'm like, am I fever dreaming this? There was an ending, right? And I would like ran out and found mom and I was just like, look at this. And I played it and then it just ended. And she goes, what? It doesn't end there. I remember there being more. It's like, yeah, there was more. And then it turns out there's this whole thing where it's like. In, it didn't test well. Yeah, it didn't test well for American audiences. No, so they, for the UK audiences. Really? I thought yeah. it was American audiences. Because no, it's the American all- alternate ending. Are the way it ends is for America? Yeah, yeah. The the, the that kiss the kissing mm-hmm. is us. That's our ending. Yeah, but in the UK, that ending didn't test well in the UK <sighs> because they're fucking prudes. <laughs> they don't like love. They don't like affection. That's so upsetting. <laughs> 
I, did, I, thought, I thought that the reason was because the UK liked the original version and American audience couldn't handle not having the kiss at the end. Because you're like, I paid my money. Give me that kiss. Nah, <laughs> Let me see it. I want to see at least accor- it. According to the article I read, it was yeah. because that the kissing did not test well in the UK. No way. Yeah, so That's they changed the it. <laughs> so they were like, no. And I was like, no. No, sir. That is my... That's my uh, first favorite scene because that makes me cry every time, even today. <laughs> yeah, I, I was walking. I was, I was walking out while you were watching it. And I saw your face. You were like <laughs> during the rain scene. You're like <laughs> yeah, second rain scene. Yeah, yeah you're, you're watching the rain because I heard the music. I knew what you were watching, and it just finished. And you're just like, oh my god! They're like, oh my little cutie, <laughs> my little baby. They get together at the end. It's okay. <laughs> There's just so much passion. I like, know. They're so there's they have such good chemistry. Such good chemistry. And then it's they so like good. lean in after they yell at each other about, you know, pride. For the almost pride, kiss, kiss. The pride and prejudice of pride and prejudice. I know I know those lines yeah. so well. And it's like Right at the end. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know, yeah. And her eyes get, like. Kind of glazy. Li- glazy and yeah. a little hooded. Uh-huh. Like, like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, she, she felt that passion. Uh-huh. I was like, ooh. And then I was just thinking, God, like, that rain scene's so good. But then it's like, what kind of trope is that? Like, in every, like, romance movie, like, they've got to be out in the rain talking about their feelings. <laughs> Well, I mean, if the rain doesn't tell you that it's intense, how are you going to know it's intense? But then, like, yeah, because that the part of that scene where it's like where it hits you in your in your chest is when he's like telling like the impropriety like of your like even your father, and then yeah. that dun dun like the thunder <laughs> and the, the look on her face, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, I'm getting chills right now just thinking about it, and it's like. The environment plays so well because it's a storm that's been brewing. And she didn't really even know that the storm was coming because Darcy's insane. No, because the thing is, is that in in Lizzie's timeline in her head, she was kind of feeling him. And then he was like, bitch ain't handsome enough to tempt me. And she was like, fine, fine, fine you. <laughs> oh, I don't need you. You stay in your miserable house of dust. <laughs> like, fuck, damn. So she goes off being her, her, her herself because she runs into Bingley and her sister, so she's going to see him a lot. But in that moment, Darcy, who like completely dismissed her at first, starts seeing her in a different way. So while she's trying to like live her best life, Darcy's coming out being like, this girl's living her best life. Look at this, you know? Yeah. He's like, oh, I kind of like the way she lives, you know? Yeah, she does what she wants, yeah, like I've, I've, walks out. Side. Right? She she's so independent. She's not reliant on things. It's like probably super refreshing compared to the type of people he's been around. Yeah. Or she's more of a I mean, they quote unquote like farm girl, mm. countryside girl. Yeah. Like she's not really a city girl, like whatever. If you want to put people in those kind of like Labels. boxes. Yeah. But yeah. She's a she's a rich farm girl. <laughs> Yeah, and right at the right at the 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 rain scene, he's like, I've been like what wallowing in torment, and I can bear it no longer. And you're like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> What's going on here? I'm sorry. Did something happen while I was, you know, <laughs> being me? Yeah, like <laughs> I was off living my best just life. Just like when he had shown up at the uh, at Mr. Collins's house, yeah. Mr. And Mrs. And he was gonna propose there. Yeah, but he just chickened out. He right chickened off. out. Yeah. But then it's like she was legit confused why he's visiting her for one. <laughs> What did you do to pull Mr. Darcy? She's like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no then idea. Then he just takes off right? on his horse. Yeah. And, quick. And he had to come at her at the worst possible. I mean, I get that he was obsessing over it and he needed her to be alone for like a minute yeah. so he could do what he needs to do. But like, she just found out that he separated her sister and her boy toy. Like, But also, it's also like, where do you get off? Like, fucking like wanting to be with... With Elizabeth, when you oh, just when you just separated, to, when you just separated him for for the exact for same the family, reasons, yeah. like, like it's like what, what what why are you special? Yeah, like, why, or why is that not a caveat for you, but it's a caveat for your friend? Like what? And and also, if you want to talk about someone not giving, like saying that, oh, well, she was indifferent to Bingley, that Jane was indifferent. It's like. Like, fucking Elizabeth didn't even know you liked her. Right. Like, that's super indifferent. I think, because obviously in Darcy's... Bitch. I know, where does he get off? But it's like, um, I I get that's that's Lizzie, but from Darcy's, it was in the service of a friend. 
But then what the about sister, you? Yeah, but the sister asked. She's like, uh, Darcy, you can't. She, he can't be serious. Like, we got to separate him from that family. You've seen what that family's like. And then he's like, okay. I mean, if that's what she wants, she doesn't want her brother in that situation. But then, like, talk to the dude who wants to get married. Like, But then, then again, I was even thinking about this during the movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, Elizabeth loves him like turn her whole feelings turn around once Darcy fixes everything like yeah. he fixes the thing with Lydia gets Wickham to agree like pays him off pretty much yeah. gets him to agree to marry her and to a really small dowry from the family because you know he paid him a shit ton yeah but then it's like pl- that plus getting Bingley back with Jane which puts them the family back into a higher echelon of society yeah is all self-serving because of what he wants because he wants lizzie he wants lizzie talking about darcy doing everything for his own gain Mm. and that's that's an issue that i'm having now with it because like you can't give him the credit for being altruistic and helping out this family when really he will benefit from it like he would was he gonna benefit from it though or was he just trying to get him and lizzie back to neutral because he didn't like being seen as a bad guy but even then it's still doing it for your own benefit you're doing it because someone's mad at you oh you mean because the thing with pride is it doesn't matter how many selfless actions you do. It's always for the greater glory of Prue. See, <laughs> exactly. The greater glory of Prue. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's pride and prejudice. Yeah, but then it's like, then nothing that he did. I mean, it's still good. He still did good things. Just because his intentions were a bit self-serving doesn't make them any less good. But they do, though. How? Because the right thing done for the wrong reason is not but really you're, the right you're, thing. But then that's like going to become a, a debate about moral desert and everything. And See? it's like, I, I think that what matters is that there's good in the world. I don't care what the intentions are. I just want there to be good because it's better than nothing. Hmm. Like good with false pretenses is still better than not good (laughs) i think though even bad with the intention of being good like i think the intentions matter more than the result well what what's the saying the the road to hell is paved with good intentions yeah but that's from like someone who's super bitter yeah but i don't i don't believe in intentions i believe in actions because you can intend a bunch of things but your actions are what dictate at the end of the day what actually happens (sighs) so it's like you can say that he's doing this for the greater glory of Prue, but at the end of the day, it's a good thing. True. At the end of the day, it is a good thing. It's a good thing. But I also feel like he's given more credit for it. Than what he should get? Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) at that point in the movie, (laughs) the the, the laugh Kieran Knightley gives at his estate when she turned that shit down and she's walking what she would have been mistress of. Like, I mean, (laughs) after seeing how awesome his fucking house is, I would have been like, yeah, you know what? I don't care how he was doing this. (laughs) It counts. (laughs) Put it in the wind column, (laughs) you know? Because Mama likes her statues. (laughs) Because, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she, she, like, they, he's just so he's just so rich <laughs> Aww, I'm so, just, so so rich. so rich yeah. <laughs> what are men to rocks and mountains <laughs> what carriages that work <laughs> <laughs> I take care my love that I saves strongly of bitterness, bitterness. <laughs> so good because well, it's the peak district's not Brighton and officers are few on the ground which may uh <laughs> influence your decision. Yeah, may influence your decision. This is like they're either eaten with stupidity or so easily led that they can't make a decision for themselves. Oh, take care, my love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I like I like her her family because they're all so witty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good. It's because they all came from one head. They're all, they're, <laughs> they all came from one witty person. Oh, they all they all got that wit gene. See, that's good. I like it. Now let's talk about some of our least favorite scenes. Do we have any? I don't really have it because, uh, like, uh, uh, <laughs> this, I do, I, this goes back to, to to the whole nineteen ninety five Pride and Prejudice versus two thousand five Pride and Prejudice, and it's kind of like the way that Wickham is handled. Hmm. Because I think that with the actor that they got to play Wickham in this one, um, he seems good. 
Like his insides seem good. And Wickham's inside that, that that's Wickham's whole personality is that his insides are rot and his outsides what makes people think he's good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that this actor portrayed that, you know. Inside rot? Yeah, that inside rot. It felt more like he was just like a guy. Yeah. That was kind of cute. You know. But I didn't get that that duality. But I did get sniveling from the BBC miniseries. He felt like a used car salesman. That's what he is. That's yeah. that's that's because he's Darcy's foil. You know, like that's the comparison. Because yeah, Darcy's a shit when you first meet him, but deep down he's good. That's 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 his whole thing. Whereas Wickham's the opposite. But when when um, Lizzie is upset at Darcy, Wickham's her her shelter. He's her. They they go to the side and they 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 rag on Darcy because they don't like him. Yeah, like he's her petty. Yeah, and, and when she becomes petty mm-hmm. with Darcy in the fight, she brings up Wickham. Yeah, she does. She immediately when she she's like, "Oh, you hurt me and insult my family." Mm-hmm. Like, what about, what about Mr. Mr. Wickham? Wickham? Yeah, like she even like gets sassy. Yeah, like her head. Tilts. How do you excuse your behavior towards him? <laughs> and then he's like, and "That's when he steps toward Mr. Wickham. Her. <laughs> Mr. Wickham, you take an eager interest in that man's affairs." <laughs> Uh, he told me of his misfortunes. Oh, yes, that's misfortunes. Something good to you. <laughs> you ruin his chances and treat him with sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> like, so this is your opinion of me. Thank you for explaining so fully. <laughs> and do you expect me to rejoice in the inferiority of your circumstances? And these are the words of a gentleman. <laughs> your arrogance and conceit and your selfish disdain for the feelings of others made me realize you were the last man in the world I could ever be prevailed upon to marry. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> because there was, there was, um, you know when she goes to his house after they have like their blow up and she's all awkward and he's all awkward and she's like, oh, I'm in town with my aunt and uncle. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I really didn't know you were going to be here. Yeah, like, like, we're, I, we're up in your house. Y'all, you were having an intimate moment with your sister. I was literally spying on you. Yeah, right, right. So so mom turns to me, she's like, why is she being so awkward? And I'm like, maybe it's because the last time she saw him, they she told him that, that his arrogance and conceit and his selfish disdain for the feelings of others made her realize that he was the last man in the world she would ever be prevailed upon to marry. Like she, <laughs> she, she literally said the meanest thing you could say to somebody who just proposed to you. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, not even if you were the last man on earth. <laughs> like, <sighs> But also, like, then realizing after you can tell on her face, and she realized, like, fuck, like that. That was really mean. I hated, I hated this interaction I just had. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good about it. She becomes like a stagnant statue in that house, like, because she's wallowing. Yeah. And I don't think she knows why. She doesn't know why hurting his feelings hurt her so bad. Yeah. And it's like, I totally can relate to that shit. I hate it when people are mad at me. <laughs> I need constant ass- assurance. Everyone needs to tell me everything's good yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like I hate I hate the wallowing feeling and like she wallows. She does. She wallows a bit in that house. And then and then where he just shows up and throws a heavy ass letter on the table explaining everything. Yeah. It even makes a noise. It's like thud. The, the weight of all the shit that Darcy's got to say for real. That he's got some heavy paper. You know, that, that reminds me. That reminds me of you though, where you're where you're so mad in the moment you can't think of anything, and you come back and you're like, "So I wrote a letter, <laughs> and I wrote all my feelings down." <laughs> That's funny because I told because John and I, I was like, "Oh man, you're you're my Darcy," and then he's like, "Yeah, you're but Darcy. I'm not. I'm not." That's, he's like, "But I'm not like him," and I, and, I, and I was like, "Oh, I'm Darcy. Yeah, <laughs> like, Darcy. He's he's my Elizabeth." <laughs> Darcy. I was just saying, that's you. That's how, that's how you deal with things. I couldn't think of anything in the moment, so here's, here's a, letter. a letter. Telling you of all my feelings. See, because then it, made, it, it had to go away and mm-hmm. write it all down and give it to you. And There. There. Yeah, yeah. It's finished. Finished. Like, good. Yeah. That's, that's how Darcy takes care of it. He's like, here's my, my feelings in a letter. And then I'm going to go fix the things that the offenses and charges you've laid against me. Yeah, because I've uh, realized that uh, it was fucked up what yeah, I did. Yeah, because he, he said that when he wrote the letter is that he was like... Um, I was really trying to do... I was I thought I, I, thought was, I was cool. 
when I was writing this letter, I thought I was good. And I was just going to be like, okay, now that I have a clear head, because we were kind of angry in that moment, this is what I did, this is what I did, this is what I did. And he goes, but later I realized I did not write that letter with a cool head. <laughs> I was very upset when I wrote that letter. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I should have never wrote that letter. It was so petty. <laughs> He's like trying to backtrack that letter. It's like really embarrassing me that you still have it. Because <laughs> that's just me being petty in a letter. <laughs> But it's not even petty. It's it's just he told, was truthful. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was just told told her everything. I mean, it's better for her to see all sides, you know. Yeah, but I mean, that's what what I like about in the book is that Darcy's a lot more like ah, oh, you know, he's more regretful because we see a lot of Elizabeth wallowing, but yeah. we don't really see Darcy wallowing because the movie is on a tight Elizabeth perspective. But the book shifts to Darcy's. I forgot about that. Yeah, you get Darcy's perspective in the book. That's why when she like first walks in and you get the six inches deep in mud, you know, it's because she was being that the whole dichotomy of that scene was that uh, she was being seen from the Bingley siblings because there's more in the book because there's like a married couple and there's another sister um, that are all spending the time there with Bingley and they like play cards and shit. But they, they see her and they're like, oh, my God, look at her hem. It's like disgusting. She walked here. The gross. Ew. And then Ew. Darcy sees a chick with her hair down for the first time and not in a goddamn bonnet, her face flushed from exercise and a girl that actually likes to go out and do things, not sitting on her ass all day playing cards, you know? So she comes in. He thinks she's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. Yeah. She looks like she looks like a wild, like mythical goddess. Like he loves it. He loves wild. everything about it. Yeah. Wild. He loves it. And she's just like, can I see my sister, please? <laughs> she like <laughs> backs out because she doesn't want anything to do with these people because she knows they're judging her. Yeah. Like, the second she walks in that room, she feels the judgment. And she's like, please tell me where my sister is. And she just goes upstairs. But, yeah, we get Darcy's perspective in a lot of this. So when he writes that letter, he's like, oh, man, I was being so petty when I wrote that letter. And I can't believe you still have it. And, I mean, <laughs> I'm really sorry if I, the way I treated you. And you're right. Well, who am I to do this stuff? You know? He goes, like, straight back in on himself. It's really cute. Which is funny, though, because, you know, once lost is lost forever. Well, his good opinion. Yeah. But she never lost his good opinion. True. It Instead, just took him he, a while to realize that she had it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Darcy. I know. Darcy. Okay, let's talk about the side, side, our, our fave side players. Side players. Yeah. Oh, you mean supporting cast? See. First, first it comes up in my head, Judy Dench. Oh, man. Yeah, we are, we, we're here in the peanut gallery. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Dame Judy Dench. And Such a treasure. I, I heard that the director called her and literally told her, so, I love when you play a bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's what made her take this role. Nice. And I was like, damn, is that misogyny? I don't know. I mean, if you like it. I mean. <laughs> that's what you want. But she was serving it. Yeah. Oh, she was so good. And the way she represents, like, the aristocracy. Oh, yeah, and how she doesn't turn to look at anyone. Mm -hmm. They have to come into her view. Like, it's just such a subtle... Yeah, she, it's such a subtle... And you understand so much of, of her character and the way she holds herself. And she, Mr. Collins, you can't sit next to your, your wife. wife. Move. Move! Over there! Uh, <laughs> Shit. Or, or like, like, I would have been a great proficient if I ever learned. Mm -hmm. Like, what? <laughs> She's, you mean you would have been? Have, uh, no one has a better ear or more natural taste. Yeah, I would have been a great proficient had I learned, Anne as well. Mm, like so, so, like so would Anne. The health would have allowed her. Like Jesus Christ! Yeah, well, man. I, it's, it's that whole thing about her believing that her genes are good. You know, that's what she's saying. Her genes gave her an ear. So anybody who she has children with and her children's children has this heir gene, which means that somewhere down the line, they could have a great proficient in the family. That's how in her weird head she's saying it. But and yet Anne's very sickly. Like, Anne couldn't. Well, yeah, mean, that's the reality. Of, because of her genes. Yeah, that's the reality of the situation. That's the moment. But in her head. That's not what she's. That's not I how it think is. It's, it's so funny, and and then the, her whole her scene with all her scenes with Kira are in, so are good, fantastic. I mean, Kira Knightley on her own can carry any movie she's in. She is top shelf. Yes. Like 
the best of the best. So that's why she's fucking in all of these period pieces because she's so smart and she's so, like so sharp. She's Kara fucking Knightley, you know? Yeah, and also before Pride and Prejudice, they people were mad that she was cast because she's too pretty. Well, she's too pretty, and she was also the it girl at the time. Like she was getting cast in everything. Oh, you mean because like Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, and pretty much, pretty much. And then right after she does Domino, I don't know uh, if you remember, yeah, I remember Domino. Domino. Domino was cool. They said that she actually had to wear a wig for a little bit. After of the end, the filming the end scenes of Pride and Prejudice because she already cut her hair for and domino. She, for Domino and was working out so they had to cover they had to put her in long sleeves because uh. she had muscles and I was like damn wouldn't that have been cool if like you see like Elizabeth a Bennett with some Elizabeth buff <laughs> like damn girl <laughs> like you know had she done any chores uh. she would have. <laughs> True. <laughs> Instead of just reading at like six AM. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I was like, how the hell is she awake? <laughs> well sometimes a book's really, really good. True, but then like she's in the middle of the woods coming home in the morning and I'm like, How long was she out? Right. Yeah. Oh, well that's that's one of the criticisms is that a woman would never be out like that. Like a woman would never be out at this time without a bonnet. Like there's like certain things that they would always like nitpick. That's why the there's a lot of people that say, this isn't a real adaptation. This is a modernized bastardization of the source material. And I'm like, why? Because they're not wearing bonnets. Like, come on. <sighs> Honestly, I hate bonnets. I don't. I can't. They're for babies. <laughs> don't put my girl in a bonnet. <laughs> right. But that's 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 the time appropriate. Uh, yeah. Time but then that's the same argument that people make for why you can't have black people in a movie. They're like, it's not like if it's about white people, there's no black people in this certain kind of neighborhood. And it's like, yeah, but it's all fiction. Like we kind of need to do better. Yeah. Like, that's the it's just, it is all fiction. It's it's fiction. Do better. <laughs> I'd be down with the black Darcy. You know you what? That's why I want to like watch a, Bridgerton. Right? I was about to mention Bridgerton. I'm like, isn't that because then that what that I, is? I hear you it's, saw it, right? I hear it's spicy. <laughs> it, it seems super spicy from and what I'm saying. You know what? I, and it's done by Shonda Rhimes. Oh. So it's like it's mixing my one of my favorite things because I it took me forever to get out of Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, we, we, yeah. It's addictive. What, it is. When you get into Grey's Anatomy, it's addictive. And if you can jump out and you stay out and you're like, okay, okay. let me breathe. Let me breathe people there. <laughs> like, like get out, get out like, of that world. But, oh my god Denny <laughs> oh my god Denny <laughs> uh, don't even I can't go into that cause she still watches it she still, and I come in every now and then I'm like was this <laughs> I gotta like escape with my life <laughs> otherwise I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> and be like it's lupus <laughs> and then walk out <laughs> or is that house? That's house. It was house. lupus. In house, it's like always that their guy always says it's lupus, and be like, no, it's not lupus. You know what? How the fuck did house become something that everyone loved? He's a genuine asshole to people. There's there's a bunch of stuff where it's like the asshole is the main character. Yeah, but then I think, how did we find this charming? He's just a dick to everyone. Look, I never I never really understood it either because I remember like in the in the peaks of like civil war and stuff for. Avengers, I was always Team Captain America. Me too. And my ex's friends were always making fun of me for it. Because they're like, oh, it's just because of who Chris Evans is. Otherwise, it would obviously be Iron Man. And I'm like... Wow. No. Like, <laughs> it's no. like, it's obvious that I'm on Captain America's side. Because he's the good guy. He's, yeah, he's the literal good guy. <laughs> like, Tony is, is the it, one is in the an wrong. anti-hero, yeah. you know? He's, he, yeah, he's a good guy at the end of the day, but he's still an asshole. That's yeah. his major flaw. It's like I want I want the good guy. <laughs> I want I want I like Chris Evans. Like, come on. <laughs> Don't make fun of me for that. I will never apologize for being Team Cap. I will constantly stand up for that. I don't give a shit. Like you can come at me with the Iron Man's better and he's doing what's best for society and the Thanos snap bullshit. And I'm like, no, I'm team cap because when I don't think about the greater picture of things, but if there's somebody in the moment who needs help, I'm going to help them. See. That's how it works. See. It's like, yeah, you can think about the bigger picture and getting rid of half of this and doing that, but that's not how I see it. If somebody needs help in front of me, I will help them. <sighs> Very true. Mm-hmm. Plus, at the the end scene where he's in the house with her and they're dancing, oh. I'm going to cry. You mean where he went back in time and he spent all his life and he's sitting there in his old fart makeup <laughs> oh, on the yeah. bench being like, mm-hmm. I guess it's your turn for the shield. Which is... <laughs> Which is great, because then, like, giving giving the, passing it on to Falcon, like, that was great. 
But anyway, oh my god, I was gonna make me cry. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, Judy Dench. So, what did you want to? Because we we started talking about she's Judy amazing, Dench, right? Yeah, she's she's awesome. And um, the scene where. She comes to their house. Oh, late at night? Late at night. They have a very small garden, Adam. God, that hurts so bad. But mm. to be honest, they do have a very small garden. Especially when you've seen, like, Darcy's garden. And you've seen the, the Lady she, Catherine de Berg's house, where their glazing alone costs upwards of 20,000 pounds. True, but she's talking about her daughters, man. Saying that you have a very small garden. Like, these are all my kids. Like, this is... This is this is everything that I've got. Like the these are this is my my this is what I've made and created and groomed. Like look at I my never daughters. Looked at it like that. Yeah, but that's what it means. Like that's she's what she bashing means. Her daughters. Bashing the daughters. You have a, because she's literally just saying that I, my one daughter got married off. My other one. You have a very small garden, madam. Like, dude, that's kind of mean. It I is super of it mean. Like I always like, thought of her being like your your house isn't worth the. The the walk around, no, because it's a very small garden. Uh-uh. She's talking about her kids. I mean, she's also saying that, but she's talking about her kids. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> damn, that's kind of devastating. It is devastating. You should have seen like the f- look on what's her face's face. Like she's like, <gasps> well, I think I took it the same way the mom took it, being like, okay, maybe we're not Lady Catherine de Berg, but <laughs> she's pro- probably just not letting it. She's like, I'm not gonna process that. Let's yeah. Just let that one go right by me because I feel like if I process that, it's gonna make me mad. <laughs> like it's, I'll be on the floor in a yeah. puddle. Like if I process that thought, I'm pretty sure it's gonna devastate me. So I'm gonna decide not to. No processing. Thank you very much. Yeah. Be like that was so negative. I'm gonna ignore it. Yeah, that was so <laughs> negative. I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> I'm just gonna live my life like a golden pretend like I didn't hear that. All positivity here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag <laughs> hashtag positivity um yeah i mean like <sighs> she's awesome amazing and just to see her going back and forth with kira like with that tension mm-hmm. of whether or not darcy has proposed to her she's like i've sent I instantly set off to make my sen- sentiments known and like like are the shades of pemberley to be thus polluted like the way she says all that shit yeah, your own sister's elopement mm. resulted in a scandalously patched up marriage mm. at the expense of your, your uncle. uncle are the shades of pemberley to be thus polluted and, but I love that Elizabeth stands up for herself. Yeah. Where in, she's like, I'm not going to pretend like I can say shit freely in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, like, I'm just not going to answer your questions. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do not possess, to, uh, I do not pretend to possess equal frank- frankness with your ladyship. Yeah. Like, it, you like, may ask a question. I may choose, choose not, not to answer. answer. <laughs> like, like, just yeah. because it's, it's like, like there like, are personal just, things just, that you can't force me to say. Just because you are going to like spout shit at me doesn't mean I'm going to like do the same. Yeah. Like, we're not on the same level lady like but that whole scene is amazing like it's it's perfect and the fact that literally that's what makes darcy come back where he's like my aunt went out there and she said she wouldn't say that she wouldn't marry me can you imagine that conversation though for a second lady Catherine comes back all upset darcy's (gasps) staying at her can you believe this bitch elizabeth right she would not give me an answer yeah you know she probably said like she probably told that she went over there to talk to her and he's like you went over there to talk to her like what the fuck do you say like yeah and i could see her being like oh yeah she's this and this and when i told her can you believe i told her uh to not enter into such an engagement and she was like, no. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to listen to you. Wait, I'm wait, not going to tell you yes or no. I like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to answer. Right. I, you I, could see, I could see her saying, I don't know you like, so answer. offended. Yeah, she's super offended. So offended by it. And Dahi's like, wait, wait, wait. She, she said she wouldn't say no. Yeah, for real. Like, <laughs> she's like, let me do the double negative math in my head. <laughs> Make sure that means yes. She wouldn't not say no. <laughs> Which is exactly what Kira said. Yeah. She said, like, you coming here is a confirmation. If like, anything, if yeah. such a rumor did exist. Yeah. Has it not been industriously circulated, circulated by, by yourself? <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> you even, right there, you sounded really, real close yeah. to her. Yeah, I told you, I, I can do Kira Knightley, that's it. I don't got a British accent, I got a Kira Knightley. You got a Kira Knightley, and then you've got a follow boy. Yeah. <laughs> True, I sing like follow boy, and I, I talk my I, British I, is she, she Britishes like Kira Knightley. Yeah. <laughs> Those are, those are my examples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And then, okay, besides Judy Dench, also Tom Hollander playing their cousin. Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins. He's amazing. He's so good. I think he does a great... Because even though the, the, the way that Mr. Collins is described in the book is like this big, brutish man... Um, who's kind of like dumb-ish, but he's not really dumb. You kind of get the sense that he wouldn't have been successful if it wasn't for the fact that he was so lucky. Yeah, super lucky Mm -hmm. and also like grateful. Yeah, well, it's not not just grateful. It's because like fresh out of what monk school or wherever he went to to become like the parishioner person or I'm not, I don't know anything about religious shit. Well, he's like the biggest ass kisser. Yeah, but I mean, but that, but when he got fresh out and he met Lady Catherine, he just like went full like, oh, your excellency, like the, 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 like, you know, his stupid flowery language that he uses whenever he describes her. So he, he had the perfect mouth for the ass he needed to kiss. Yes. To get that position. And I think that it was like kind of well known that everyone else around him didn't understand how he got there. But it's like, it's like he's good at being fake with flowery language and the person that hired him loves fake flowery language. Yeah. And it just happened to be Lady Catherine de Bourgh. Yeah. Someone who has legit power mm-hmm. and can raise him up. Yeah, but he seemed more like um, oblivious to what he was doing. Like he was, he was like a bull just like trampling around his environment, not being aware of how he's coming off. Yeah. With, with how sometimes being overly f- like flattery, like the flattery that he uses was so over the top that it was like, can you believe this asshole? Yeah, for yeah. real. It's like it was it was so see-through, which is why that whole conversation at the table, it's like, oh, no one would expect your manners to be rehearsed. It's like that's that's kind of the oafishness that he's portrayed as. And then this this Mr. Collins does such a good job of like capturing that like weird essence of <laughs> <laughs> yeah like creepy but yeah. also naive yeah like not, uh, not understanding like oblivious yeah his obliviousness is like but just then, the right type of oblivious but then also like he's not because i found the bbc one to be a little predatory like he scared me a little bit well i think the bbc one was more realistic yeah. if that person had actually existed in society like from the book he would be kind of predatory because he wouldn't understand why you wouldn't he doesn't understand why you would yeah, say his, no. His anger scared me yeah. in, in the BBC version. While in this one, because Tom Hollander's kind of got a... He's got a good heart and you can yeah. see it. He brings a good heart to him. Yeah. So you're kind of like... And he's like looking in the ballroom and, and he's, he's looking like, up. And he's got like that flower and he's yes. like... <laughs> it's like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He makes him... He, it makes it so that when when, when uh, Elizabeth tells that joke later, she's like, "Oh, Lizzie, if only you could be so happy. If only there was another man for you." And she's yeah, like, "Maybe Mr. Collins is a cousin, yeah, which would Mr. be also your cousin." But yeah, if she, Collins, they are the cousins. Yeah. Of Collins. <laughs> Perhaps Mr. Collins is a cousin. That's the whole joke because they are his cousin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's like it's it. You understand. Like I feel like Mr. The Mr. Collins in this is the not the one from the book, but the one that I like. Yeah, I think that he brought so much to that character. Yes, he it did. was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's read Four Dice's sermons, <laughs> right? And Ma- what well, the thing is, Mary was into that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Mary was fine because she was also what she also reads from like the etiquettes of lady or whatever before she goes to bed because she's weird like that, and she would have been perfect for Mr. Collins. If only their mom didn't want to get rid of Lizzie so badly. You know what? But their Charlotte, she made the best of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that Charlotte's character is like... They make it come off tragic, but I honestly feel like, no, she's, no she, she hustled. She did. She did what she needed to do. And she And she had good reasons for it. Yeah, I mean, and she's happy. She has a parlor for her own particular her, use. Has the pig escaped again? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. How many times just, have you been chasing off that pig? Just that's best. <laughs> but when they're at at Lady Catherine's house and be like, I've I've told Mrs. Collins this that no, she excellence she, can be acquired without constant practice. I, I said this to Mrs. Collins and be like, you could use the house. I know you don't have your own instrument, like, but you can use the housekeepers. Uh, like, yeah, you won't be in the way in that part of the house. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, it's okay. Judy Dutch, I, right? I guess I guess someone's uh, practicing piano. <laughs> 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 Jesus, and it was funny to to see that scene again too, because I wasn't quite aware of what was going on before. I mean, I was aware, but it kind of hit a little harder. It hit different. It hit different when he, Lady Catherine told Lizzie, like, "No, play the 
play in yeah. front of us. Like, and it was just like, but I told you I suck. Like, she's like, no, I want you to play. When I want I, us to see you suck. I, when I when I say I play poorly, I'm not afflicted with false modesty. <laughs> come, come now, Lizzie. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's I want to show, I want to belittle you in front of people. I want to see you suck. I I didn't see it as a um, I want to see you suck. I saw it more as a you're bothering me. Go do something. Contribute but, to the atmosphere. I don't give a shit how. Just get out. But even then, it's like if you're contributing in the in bad sound, like but that's, that's worse. Not the, but that's not the what she's trying to to. Do. I don't think that's what she's tr- getting at in the moment. Like I want to see you suffer. I think it's more of a she hasn't been able to because poke at her. Yeah, she's she poking at her, normally, trying to figure her out. She's probably used to poking at things and them withering. Yeah. So she's not withering. Which poking at so telling her that she doesn't play well. But it gets her out of the way. Yeah, it but it it's also not like it's it not also like she's makes, thinking, hey, <laughs> I'm gonna get Lizzie this time, you know? It's, it's I think she might be thinking think a little like that. Later she gets there. Like I think when she's she's in her house and she's like oh, this she, bitch. Oh, she's not even there is like she's beyond a, yeah, she's beyond whatever. There's, there's not there's not even a veneer mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Like she's literally just saying, You guys are sluts and I don't want you part of my family. Mm-hmm. Like there isn't she's not even sidestepping. No, she's right to her face. Which you gotta respect. Yeah, I was about to gotta say, respect. like, that's straight to the face. Yeah, like, not behind anyone's back. She was like, no, I, I, heard, I heard this rumor came right here to yeah. confirm with you. <laughs> that this is what's going on. And like, I'm not, I, like, I'm not even gonna, like, talk about this behind anyone's back. I'm saying, I'm coming to you mm-hmm. to ask you. <laughs> I think you've been spreading this rumor. It's not been it happening. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But I do think that she felt like she could make her wither in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like if you if someone's telling you, like, I don't know how to do a certain thing or I'm really bad at something like and then they tell you, no, go do it. Like putting someone on the spot like that, that makes people wither, you know. But not not Lizzie. Well, she doesn't know Lizzie. That's the thing. But I think that that I, I, I totally see where you're coming from but i'm just not getting that at all like because i i don't think that she's that big of a blip in her mind yet in this moment i think that you're you're thinking oh she's doing this on purpose and all this i think that what's happening is a side effect of Catherine de Berg being kind of annoyed but she's not actively putting anything into it it's you're kind of annoying me i know you said that you can't play piano but go play piano yeah go do do do, something that girls do do. yeah go do something that girls are supposed to be able to do because even though you know you didn't have a governess and you couldn't yeah it's like it it almost feels like lies i think because she's saying she didn't have a governess but she's not breaking and she's smart so go play piano go do something yeah like false modesty yeah just go go do your thing get out of the conversation and she plays piano she's not that bad i mean she trips up a lot but it's not like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> if I was playing with my elbows, <laughs> burp, burp. I think she was also asking about her about what she does because she's a, she's got that blue blood. She wants to be entertained. What can you do? Do you draw? Do you sing? Yeah. What, do you, what is it that you're doing? Perform for me. Yep. Yeah, show me what. Like I want to. I'm. I'm. That's what you guys do. You perform, right? Do your performance. See, and you're the new thing mm-hmm. here. Show me what you got. You know. Mm. I see that too. But I think yeah. But by the time she like confronts her, oh yeah, full, full, full evil villainous bitch, whatever you want to call it. But I don't think in that moment she was trying to do anything like that. Hmm. She, I think she was just trying to. Because then after Fitzwilliam, I need you. When the guy started surrounding her, See? she's like, "No, nah, no, nah, you come back to my conversation." See, like you guys drifted away. Mm-hmm. The heck, <gasps> bitch. Because <laughs> they'd rather they'd rather talk to Lizzie. Well, they'd rather talk to the young girl in the room. <laughs> exactly right. You can't underestimate youth. and the first scene shot for the movie was literally the one with lady Catherine, the one oh because they they have to do all of um judy dench's scenes first well i mean they don't say that they had to do it like that but literally that first that table scene where they make um tom hollander move Mm -hmm. to sit with his wife that scene's first scene shot in the movie yeah. And the last scene shot in the movie was the one where lizzie's sitting at the tree talking to wickham Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the last one. <laughs> and I thought, that's interesting. Like, That was like film film? Yeah. The like, first shot scene, last shot scene. Mm-hmm. That whole dance in the ballroom uh-huh. in the white party, Yeah, that was all done in one take. Well, yeah, it would have had to have been that many extras. Can I mean, you imagine the reset on that? True, but like amazing that they got, like how they got so floaty and beautiful. Like that scene is so intense too. We didn't even talk about that scene. What, in the white ballroom? Yeah. 
where they're they're just talking and and she's like, well, let's just talk about the room or the number of couples. <laughs> like, like, like are, are you always like? No, I like to be taciturn and and social and taciturn. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was their their little back and forth there. Great. Oh, and then I got a couple of random stuff from Jane Austen, where she actually thought that um, the novel was too frivolous when she first wanted well, to get like it published. Well, it was like one of her first ones, right? Pride it was. Prejudice? She was 17 when she had submitted it to a publisher, <sighs> and they legit said they didn't even read it. They returned it. They were like, no, we're not going to read this. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't actually get it published until she was 37, after Sense and Sensibility was already famous. Because no one believed in it. But Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice is the best. And she also uh, published it anonymously. Yeah. She put it by a lady. A lady. This was written by a lady. (laughs) Not going to tell you which one, but it was a lady. (laughs) Let me see. We already talked about that, where the different endings. Oh, Bingley, the actor Mm -hmm. who played Bingley, and the actress who played Jane really dated in life really yeah that's so cute they broke up before they did the movie oh <laughs> they were exes they were exes it says they made the best out of an awkward situation that's good y- yeah that's i don't good. know if i could have done that i mean <laughs> i could not have done that all my exes go to the island of misfit boys no they go to the island of you died <laughs> You, you, you died. Everyone you knew died. <laughs> I've never seen none of you again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, snip, snip, bitch. <laughs> snip, snip, bitch. Right out the life. <laughs> oh, and also Emma Thompson, the uh-huh. actress, she wrote some of the scenes in this movie. Really? Yeah. The In particular, the one where she gets the letter about... Um, Lydia running off with Wickham. That scene where, where she, she comes, comes out in, from behind, yeah, from, she, and then she yeah, cries yeah. and goes back in. Mm-hmm. Like Emma Thompson wrote that scene. That's cool. Yeah, so she's super talented. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> and also, you probably knew this already, mm-hmm. but the scene where Darcy and B- and um, Bingley are doing the proposals to, to, his, to each other <laughs> <When he's, laughs> yeah. that was improv oh really they improvised that that's entire scene cute. and like that's like one of the funniest moments i love i love that <laughs> she, she we we're gonna walk in and she was gonna say sit down <laughs> Here, let's try this again uh mrs bennett mr, mr. bingley, mr. bingley. <laughs> that was so cute i love that part. and that was that was improvised yeah of course it was i love i love all the, the best stuff, stuff all the best stuff comes from improv well, I think that when you have something that's very well scripted, then then you can take the best of the improv that has been done, you know? So it's like all the improv that's in there are just like little sparkles of jewels, you know, just decorating it. It's great. Okay, final thoughts on the movie. Mrs. Darcy. You can only call me Mrs. Darcy when you're perfectly mm. and incandescently happy. Oh, my God. That's so good. I know. And then he's all it's over such, it's her such face. Like nice so and sweet fluff. See, sweet and like sweet. <laughs> it's adorable. It's just like, and it's like pure. And it's like, it's like cute those on in- the cheek and on the forehead, on the nose, on the side. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it's super cheesy. Don't get me wrong. But there are moments when your guard is that far down that the cheese is good. Especially when you make it through the entire movie and you're just glad that they're together. Yeah, I'm finally. And I'm just. And so, and with romantic movies, you don't. I feel like sometimes you don't get to see happy. You don't get to see the happy part. You only get to see, like, the conflict, and then, yay, we're happy again, happily yeah. ever, yeah, happily ever after. And you never get to see the the ooey gooey. Yeah, and I, and I feel like we got to see a like a little snapshot of the ooey gooey, yeah. especially when it was like, well, what what endearments am I allowed? And she's like, <laughs> my pearl for Sundays uh-huh. and goddess divine, but only on very, very special, special occasions. occasions. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> what about when I'm cross? This is Darcy. Uh, for one, I'm like, why are you going to be cross? <laughs> right. I'm, First off, you can't be cross yeah, with me. Yeah, for for real. Like, um, uh, hello. You can't be mean to me. Yeah, we can't we can't be mad at each other. <laughs> You're so. not allowed to be mean to me. <laughs> I can be mean to you, but you have to take it. <laughs> I dish. I do not I take it. I dish. I do not take it back. So please don't be mean to me. <laughs> And for real, please don't be mean to me. <laughs> please don't be mean to me. Uh. Like, please, 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 
tagging you. <laughs> but like, this is just so. This movie is so satisfying when it comes it to that. Yeah, when it comes to hitting that. Yeah, and it's 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 literally like what, like why Bridgerton was created. You know, like. <laughs> I've heard so much about Bridgerton, but I just I'm, I'm excited. I want to see it. I walked mm-hmm. in while mom was watching it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty spicy. Because <laughs> I'm like, what? nice. Because like, she, oh, I'm talking to her, and all of a sudden I get distracted by the TV, and I start watching it. You know, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I think it's just cheese man sex. I'm pretty sure. I saw um, there's a YouTube channel I follow called The Take, and they did um, a take where uh, they said they were making um, a video essay about why Bridgerton's like a. Uh, fan fiction of the moment mm. of today so it's like fan because it's, it's like everything in it i guess the people are modern but the setting is like not not so it's like somebody's fan fiction of something that would take place today and i haven't seen the video yet because i'm waiting till after i watch bridgerton but like i really i was like oh okay that seems like it's pretty cool right that also just kind of sounds like a backhanded compliment way, <laughs> way to say that something isn't written well <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I just know what the title of the video is. I haven't clicked on it yet. So I was just thinking, but the, having that even be like a, a take that somebody has, super interesting. Because literally, I mean, that, that's what you could say about Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like, it's a twi- it's Twilight, you know. It is Twilight fan fiction. Fan fiction. <laughs> but they're talking about it being a fan fiction of today. Uh-huh. Like of this current moment in uh-huh. this era and stuff like that. I was like, ah, oh, okay. Sounds interesting. You're like, who's a fan of this time right now? <laughs> <laughs> no one that's why you make it uh, <laughs> fiction fiction yeah make it fiction but yeah love this movie still holds up out shocked me when i when it was i i still haven't done the math of how old this movie already is oh from uh 2005 yeah i don't want to do the math <laughs> it's 16 no my god no 16 that's so many years 16 years. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm pretty stoned right now. <laughs> I can double check my math, though. I think it's oh, my God. That's so many years. Yeah. You know, that's that's one of the things is I, I remember when Charlotte's like, I am 27 and already a burden on my parents. And I'm like, damn. 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 I'm, I'm past that. It's like shit. And I remember. I yeah, like, they would have buried you. <laughs> they would have. Uh, only the only the strongest love will persuade me into matrimony, which is why I will die an old maid. <laughs> with your cat. Yeah, with my cat. I love my cat. <laughs> we will die together. Uh, <laughs> uh, God damn it, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Look what you're doing. Stop making me get distracted. My mom! <laughs> distracting me. What was I trying to say? Uh, that you're old? Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because yeah. watching it, it was so weird hearing that line now compared to when I first watched the movie. Oh, yeah, because when you first watched the movie, you were like, oh, yeah, like, uh, I was in high 27's school. 27's old. Yeah. You're 22. Like, oh, my God, she's 27 already and still unmarried? What's wrong with her? What's wrong with her? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, and then now I'm watching it now and I'm like, she can't help that she's plain. Oh, I guess mean. Mama. Uh, it's like she get mom away from the wine. I know, right? Oh man, that 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 wine makes her. She's so cute though. Like she in is. her in her poofy dresses, and she's got like her spoon and, and, and her wine. She's, and she's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's humming, and her feet are kicking, like kicking and dangling. You know and... what? Honestly, you do you. Yeah, she's so charming. Yeah. She brought so much to that role I, too. I know. That was so good. Because I honestly, I hate the mother character in in the book. She's oh, in the so book, she's awful. overbearing. Like, yeah, it's like I can't even imagine what it would be like having a parent like that. It's yeah. oh. And then she makes her so charming. I mean, yeah, she's still annoying, and she's still like, well, yeah, because she still got to play that character. Yeah, but, but she brings her own the charm to it, sparkle. In there. Yeah, and she, she's like, it, you forgive her. Because you know it comes out of love. Yeah. 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 You feel like it comes from love. So you're good with her being weird like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a person, I will never speak to you again. Mm-hmm. A person like me with these snaps. Did never have any fun talking to anybody. <laughs> it's like, sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's uh, see how long that lasts. I hope you're second... unfit to take care of her. <laughs> she thinks she's an old lady. She must know what this is doing to my poor nerves. <laughs> Oh, mama. <laughs> you will be destitute. <laughs> they will turn him out before he's cold in his grave. <laughs> oh, my God. And the fact that it just kind of goes like, 
over her head mm-hmm. once she Lydia is married, and she's like, "It wasn't put in the papers. It ought to have been." It was very small. <laughs> no mention of a family, and it's like, girl. Like, girl, like, you're lucky pass. they didn't. Like, <laughs> you're lucky they didn't say anything. Yeah, like, the rest of your daughters skated by, barely, scandalously patched up marriage. Yeah, because where they go, like where Lydia and Wickham go, it's literally to the Las Vegas of that time. <sighs> like, it's so it's literally like she ran off to Vegas, mm-hmm. and this was in like 1797, which was when she wrote *Pride and Prejudice*. <laughs> With a fallen sister, who will marry you now? <laughs> Shit. Like, nobody. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Ugh. <sighs> Imagine your life being over 27. I know, right? God. Like, I feel like my life was just beginning at 27. It's like the, the, the societal expectations of that time. I just... Horrible. Although everyone was dying, so... <laughs> everyone died, so... <laughs> There was a plus side. At least you'll die. Oh, at least you die early. <laughs> at least you get to die soon. So that's the plus. Can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Best movie ever. See, best movie ever. <laughs> we'll forever love Kira Knightley. I will support anything she's in. No, like. yeah, I know. I love, I love... I love seeing when Kira Knightley's doing stuff. Yeah, so she she's great. May may watch Matthew McFadden, depending <laughs> depending on how they're doing his makeup. <laughs> d- d- just, yeah, depending on how he presents. Are you are you into like the Darcys of the world? Or are you more into like the Bingleys? Like was Darcy your your perfect man? Because I think it's weird that Darcy's always considered like the perfect man. Because I think he's a perfect man for Elizabeth, but he's no. not my perfect man. No, like honestly, no. I I thought their relationship was perfect. Yeah, by the end for Though, each for each other. Yeah, that's that's what I latch onto ah. is that connection that they have. Mm-hmm. They that's. That's what's wonderful. And literally, I was watching the movie, and we got to the end bit, and I got so sad because John was not here. Aww, and I made you feel lonely. It made me feel lonely. And I was like, and then when he came, got here for during his break, I was like, I was so sad you weren't here <laughs> to see this movie. And he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, you had to go through that. Yeah, yeah, you had to watch a chick flick by yourself. Yeah, and I was like, where were you? <laughs> yeah, when, if you're watching a chick flick, you need like ice cream, and you need like a blankie and you need to be wrapped up you need to be wearing like a unicorn hoodie you know yeah so I was like if it made me feel it made me really really need my boyfriend no. <laughs> and that's the appeal of chick <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go <sighs> we like you <laughs> best movie speaking of mm-hmm. no. hey Jackson what are you liking <laughs> We had already agreed that I was going to end up doing them first anyways. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, got to make sure I get in there. Got to, you know, cover my bases. <laughs> make sure that it's... What's your likey? Don't get out of this. What do you like? <laughs> Don't distract me. I see what you're doing. <laughs> What's your likey? Come on, say it, say it. I would say that my me likey would have to... Yeah, see, she's stalling for time. ...be... <laughs> She's like, I can't think of anything. I thought I had stuff, and then it went. I have a me likey. I'll go first. I'll go first for my me likey. You want to know what my me likey is? WandaVision just finished. Did you watch it? Oh, yeah. I was watching it week to week. Oh, yeah? So good. So good. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. (laughs) Wanda, and it's all Wanda and Vision. Like, literally, like, if you want to talk, like, love and chick flick stuff, this is, like, Marvel I can get behind. Yeah. I can get behind Scarlet Witch. I really can. Because it's, like, I'm not going to spoil anything because I want you to watch it. But, like, the first couple episodes, each episode is dedicated to a different time period in television. That's what it looks like. So, like, the first one is, like, Dick Van Dyke, and then it moves on to, like, Malcolm in the Middle eventually and, like, Modern Family. So they do, and like, Full House, they do an episode each that does, like, a different take on a different type of series. And it's, like, it's kind of weird, and it's, like, trippy, and you never know what's going to happen until it happens. And then there's always, like, the classic Marvel, like, end credit scene but they don't do that for like the first couple episodes but then eventually there is an end credit scene so you have to go through the credits and there's so many credits 
like there's normal credits and then there's like the dubbing credits so it's like you think that you have like a 23 minute episode or like a 30 minute episode and it's really like minus seven minutes from that because that's how many credits there are Jesus. it's like seven ten minutes of credits um but each episode was like really good i think it started slow but then it picked up and it went straight marvel like oh man like no quality was lost and it's vision it's paul bettany see like oh, we on. love Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany's amazing. Like I said to mom, it's like honestly, uh, he he walked into my heart naked in a night's tale. See, and never left. <laughs> yeah, and never left. He's been in there ever since. Like I, I follow. He ah, oh, he's one of my yeah, favorites. Everything he's in. Yeah, he gets he gets saved on the on the ship when when Earth blows up. He goes on. He goes on. If I get to choose, Paul Bettany's in there. <laughs> Good choice, right? Yeah. So that's my my Milaki because it just finished. Yeah, yeah, like literally the the because there's only like nine episodes, um, and it just finished, and it's supposed to lead into um, Captain Marvel two and uh, the new Doctor Strange movie that was supposed to come out, um, Multiverse of Madness. So that one's going to be the next. It's like leading into it because now they're starting to go into the different multiverses for Avengers moving forward. So then there's the new Loki one that's coming out, and that's like Loki, and it looks like he's being like um. Like there's all this stuff. Like, there's so much talk about it online, just because of like the stuff that's happening. Oh, and um, Winter Soldier and Falcon, their shit's coming up now too. Ooh. Yeah, it's so good. And oh my god, the guest stars in it, uh, like J- Deborah Jo Rupp from uh, that '70s show, The Mom. She's in it. Uh, Anya from uh, um, Buffy. She's in it. Um, who else is the 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 girl that plays her her next door neighbor? The the there's a lot of there's great people in it great well, cast who's next door like, <laughs> it's a great cast I, I don't want to spoil too much stuff okay I'm not I don't want to spoil too much things because literally everything about it is weird and everything about it makes you think that there's a clue behind everything they even have like fake commercials like from that time period in it and it's like clues and shit for what's gonna happen like it's so trippy it's a good trippy though like it's a, it's a it's a fun ride if, if you like Marvel movies it's great because it's, it's like oh yeah, this is like honestly, she'll be my Halloween costume. Awesome. Mm-hmm. She's great. I love Wanda. Wanda Vision. Disney Plus. Watch it. <laughs> Mind me like you. So, did you think of one? Yes. Okay. What's your me like you? The movie Love and Basketball. <laughs> Weren't you just watching that? <laughs> Was I watching that? Is that the one with Omar Epps? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Love and Basketball. Love and yeah, Basketball. Yeah, it's so, it's so good. And I missed it completely. Like, mm-hmm. and it's it's just such a good movie. Like, the main a- the main two are so great. The, the actress um, who plays the lead and then Omar Epps. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so both so good. Although yeah. he's a little little to be playing, like, a, an NBA star. <laughs> he's a little little. <laughs> He's a little. He's a little. He's a little not. He's not. He's a little. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I understood the word little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> but like, it's so rare to see not only a movie that's surrounding the female in an like an athletic movie. Mm-hmm. Like we never see movies about a female athlete, and when they're doing like, she literally is. is she's like an athlete. Mm-hmm. You and, mean like I Tanya? I actually haven't seen I, Tanya. I need I need to watch it. So I'm, good. I'm scared because I don't I don't want her to scare me. <laughs> Margot Robbie's not scary in that movie. She's um, even though she's gonna hurt somebody. Allegedly, she, she's, she's gonna allegedly, allegedly hobble someone. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, it was the dude, right? It wasn't her. She didn't do it. <gasps> Misogyny right there. She gets blamed for it. <laughs> But anyways, like just to be that there's so little movies about female athletes in general and how that love and basketball was actually written before the WNBA was even created. Really? Yeah. Like to where they ended up writing in the end scene where she's in the WNBA. Spoilers. <laughs> you weren't ever going to watch it. <laughs> I might have. It was recommended to me during a podcast. You don't like even it, like it. basketball. I-, I saw The Last Dance. <laughs> that doesn't even pass for dancing. No, what? No, the the the, the Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie. No, the Michael Save the Jordan Last Dance. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> Save the Last Dance. No, the, that's the that's the documentary that was on. And Netflix. I was like, that's just a black guy. It was like a six part series. That See, about it was amazing. Yeah, the it was Last so Dance good. Was amazing. Yeah, 
<laughs> I don't like I don't like uh, basketball, but I saw I liked the last the last dance. It was good. Well, okay. And Honestly, I, I, was, like, I was shocked because I, I I know Michael Jordan is like Michael Jordan. I know him as a celebrity, and then like watching him play basketball, like fuck, like, yeah, he can for, play basketball. Real fuck, like, he can really play. I did no, I, and, and, the and fact it makes that, sense. Of course, he plays basketball. You know, I'm not an idiot. No, no but he's, I know what Michael he's Jordan like a does. different beast. Yeah, like even somebody like me who doesn't even understand basketball can see he can that play. he's he's he can play. Like that's crazy. Like it was so like yeah, I, there's I a reason of, why he's a legend. There, yeah, I can see the reason why he's a legend because it, it's it's great. I mean, I don't like basketball, but I like the way he played. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, so I would totally be into something like if, that's why if you recommend it, then yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Okay, well, the ending really—it's not really a spoiler because it's kind of like an after credit. <laughs> I, I yelled spoilers. <laughs> That's what this was. Okay, sorry. Continue. It's more of an after credits because it's kind of obvious from the beginning of the movie that she's gonna like be part of that culture she's that driven uh-huh. you know and that's what i loved about the movie it's such a driven female like and, and like she never takes her eyes off of that off her goal off her goal even though i mean the entire movie it compares the two journeys mm-hmm. like he is going into basketball she's going into basketball and yet like how he, he gets how his life turns out and how her life turns out and it's it's just interesting because you see the realness of how like no one really takes women's basketball seriously. Like um. how much more like she has to fight for her, her to be taken seriously. Like how much she has to, how ha- much harder oh, she has to play. Her journey to his journey. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and it's so good. And the fact that it it's very and you can see the athlete, you know, because the director and the writer was an athlete. She was an actual. So it feels it feels like a true story. Yeah, and it's it's great, and I love that. There's. That, that that is out there. Mm-hmm. Plus, the entire cast is mainly black. Like, and it's just like, wow, I didn't, I, this totally passed me, like, went over my head, didn't see it. And this is a great movie. Like, mm-hmm. and so I, it's definitely going into my. It's always nice finding a great movie. Yeah. It's never a bad experience. Yeah. And I'm just glad it exists. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. If, it, if it's getting that kind of praise. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah, the only the only part that I really don't like <laughs> is nah, nah. I yeah, won't spoil it. it. Don't yeah, spoil it. Yeah, yeah, don't spoil it for me. Okay. Um. Thank you for listening to another. You don't make friends with giant squids podcast. I'm Squid and I'm Jackson. See you guys in the next one. Bye. Later. Yeah. Ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Squid! Congratulations on reaching the end of the video. I just wanted to thank our Patrons for supporting us this month. If you want to become a Patron, or if you want to find out more information about future updates or past projects, please follow the links below. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, and subscribe. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you all in the next one. Later!